Welcome to Mikazi.tv, my international sports and sports comedy podcast. Well, it's been an amazing couple of weeks here in Edmonton, so let's start with a bit of talk of the CFL Edmonton Elks. Well, as you know, I've followed the CFL for 20 plus years, since 1999, do a lot of videos, often attend their training camps. Just about all the games, have a lot of fun, really love the CFL. Well, I went to the training camp this year, Scott Crouch from Australia. I met him in the Commonwealth Stadium Indoors Arena. He came over to try out as a punter, because Chris Jones knew him when he was at the Stampeders. Then I went out in the field and uh, did a little video watching the rookies at the training camp. Then I start getting a follow and lots of likes from Richard Bagan, who works at the Edmonton Elks in marketing and digital media. So I thought, oh, this guy likes me, so uh, likes what I do. So he watched part of my movie and uh, we chatted about CFL and our love for the game. And hopefully the Elks go on great. Well, then uh, he says, I've got a little project you want to work on. I said, sure, absolutely. So for the past two weeks, I have been the host of a little video TV segment called Pick 6, and it's filmed and edited by Richard for the Edmonton Elks, and there's six questions, uh, yes or no, under, over, who's going to win the game, so it's a little bit betting based and also some fun as well, so hopefully you can check that out on mickozzie.tv slash CFL. <clears throat> then obviously went to the game last weekend and uh, then did another one this week and got the corn out. <laughs> Funny thing is, I said to him, I said, look, I'm going to try something at the end of the show. Just just keep keep the camera rolling. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a corn on the cob in my back pocket, pulled it out and said, oh, like T.O. says, get your popcorn ready. Well, this week, the CFL Elks, led by Taylor Cornelius, Kids, go and get your mum to buy some corn for Cornelius and enjoy some corn at dinner time watching the CFL Elks game and hopefully it will bring some positive energy and a win. <laughs> well, the funny thing is the Elks were down 31-12. to 12. They got up and beat the Alouettes 32-31. to 31. So it was a lot of fun and it's had uh, thousands and thousands of views on their Twitter and on their Facebook, so look forward to doing more of the Edmonton Elks Pick 6 competition. Check it out. Also, the CFL Elks Fan Day was a lot of fun. I've been to a few of them before. I've been to them in BC Lines, also at the Stampeders, and this year, the very well-known defensive end, Odell Willis had a great career at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and then very good here at the Edmonton Eskimos, now the Elks. Then he finished his career at the BC Lions. I think he tried out for the Argonauts as well and then he has just recently retired. Well, I've known Odell for quite a while. I ran into him at the gas station here a couple of years ago, just around when COVID started. And we're inside paying for our gas, petrol, as we call it in Australia. We're having a chat, and then I realised who it was. It was Odell Willis. Well, he was in the dunk tank. <laughs> so he had to donate. So I gave him 10 bucks, had a shot, missed him. 
the, the target was pretty small. Then Brad had a shot, a couple of shots. He missed him. And then I thought, I'm going again. So I gave him another five bucks. So I spent 20 bucks. And uh, <laughs> he says, move back, Mick. You're on the kids' line. And I did. I crept up a bit. So then I moved back. I actually moved back further than I needed to. So a bit of banter. And he's going, show us what you got, Mick. And all this stuff. It was awesome. And then I threw and I got him. I dunked him. I couldn't believe it myself because the target was pretty small, eh? So check that out on my Twitter and also on mikozzi.tv slash CFL. So looking forward to more CFL Elks game, including this Friday where the reigning Grey Cup champs, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, or Winterpeg Blue Bombers, I call them, are here in Edmonton. Now let's go to my segment Friday night on New York Sports Grid TV, Sirius XM Channel 159, all over the place in America. Watch it on YouTube with a chat as well. Well, this is my edit from Friday night talking CFL, AFL, a bit of NHL Oilers, and a little bit of baseball. Oh, look, this week he's an elk fan. You know, it's just BC yeah, Lions after that. last night. Like, uh, after the big comeback, this is great, right? Just where, where, yeah, oh, yeah, what a comeback. Look at this guy. Woo! This guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice jersey fun. and hat there, Mick. What's going on? Hey. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, well, are the Elks playing this week? I missed the game. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. What, what happened look in the Elk that, game? I don't know. Look at that beautiful logo. Brand new Elks hat. And yes, I've been recruited from the BC Lions. To do some work for the Elks and just for the old school, the old Eskimos as well, mate. So they got throwback. Eskimos is good as well, or Elks, whichever you want. And what a comeback. What a win, eh? Unbelievable against your mob, eh? Hope you didn't go out for two seconds. You would have missed it. <laughs> Love to throw the dagger in there, eh? Talking smack. <laughs> Sure, everyone's bringing this game up. You and I haven't, Kevin. Everyone else. Oh, what about that game? Oh, yeah. Okay. We know. I know. We're aware. I know. Everyone, we're, we don't live in the past on this show. Win or lose. Yeah. <laughs> no, congratulations <laughs> to the Elks. Two massive comebacks on the East, but whatever. Uh, no, all, all kidding aside, good for the Elks uh, winning. Montreal are good. They just got to finish these damn games off. But um, let's get to tonight. Cam is taking, uh, Cam's calling an outright win. The Calgary Stampede he says he's calling the upset. <laughs> who, who, who? Who you are, Mick? Calgary. Wow. Yeah, great game. Two undefeated teams and a very good quarterback. Bo Levi Jeans Mitchell. You can't underestimate him. They're a good team. They're coached well. They're still arrogant, as you said last week with that touchdown celebration. That said, I am going to go with you, Gabe. I'm going to go for the home field advantage and the two-time reigning Grey Cup champions, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at home. With the mean and nasty Adam Big Hill on defense. Very good quarterback, but home field is the key, I think. And I like the over. Could be some high scoring, as most games have been. Yeah, this total opened up at 45 and a half earlier in the week. It's uh, 50 and a half right now. What's the closing number? Let's see what FanDuel's got here. Closing number. Yeah, 50 uh, right now. They got three and a half and 50. And man, I got to tell you, too, FanDuel has a pretty nice money line on the Bombers right now, a minus 165. Okay, now now it's getting into just pure money line territory. Dave, three and a half point point spread um, at one sixty five seems like a decent uh, decent money <laughs> line play. 
Yeah. Like, it's, the correlation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which team is this? The Blue is this Bombers. The one that got us last time? Winnipeg. Oh, the Blue Bombers. Oh, I thought you guys oh, are all Winnipeg. I'm no, taking no, no. the points with right. Calgary. Give me four with the Calgary. Yeah. Boston just hit a home run to tie it. Excellent. I just realized Dave's rocking the Angel gear too. It never ends. Free freeway series. Oh, it's just. I know. Me and Cam, it's come just, on, neutral. Like, Look, it, I'm just wearing a Wheels North t-shirt. Hey, I can't hey, believe you took me this long. Come back. So, uh, 14 CFL games, East versus West so far this year, Mick. And uh, the West is best. 13-1 and one straight up, 10-4 and four against the spread. We have one more East-West matchup going up uh, tomorrow. Uh, Saskatchewan and Toronto in Halifax. In Halifax, this game. So, uh, Dave, yeah, they're playing in the Maritimes. Beautiful is where our boy Andrew McInnes is from. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful. Uh, they got the, they got the Atlantic Ocean, great salmon fishing up there and all that. Yeah, they're actually they're voted bugs. the people there. They're the happiest people in Canada. Of course they are. That's saying something, right? Yeah. I mean, like they're a lot like of they happy people in Canada. Uh, oh, we're miserable. No, there's a lot of drunk <laughs> people. No, like yeah, no people. People in Toronto are like the second or third most miserable in North America. Yeah. Like, same with LA and New York, like the big cities, like basically. Yeah. Oh, the big cities. What do you got? Saskatchewan or, or the Argos here, Mick? I'm going and a little little tidbit here, guys. The the kicker from the Rough Riders is from Turo. It's a little town there. They're basically going to trailer park boy country. Uh it's like gonna be a bunch of like it's wow. trailer, it's where they film the trailer park boys, it's where they're doing this game. So uh okay. they should they should get the trailer park guys to like flip the coin. Uh, but the kicker is from there, and uh, McKinnis told us earlier in the week, Mick, everybody's cheering for the Rough Riders. It's like a Rough Rider home game. He said they're already the most popular team there because of this guy. Well, they probably sold out of watermelons, but I've been there. I've driven from Ottawa to Halifax. A lot of trees. Trees everywhere. Halifax <laughs> was fun for a couple of nights partying, but watch out for the D-line. A lot of trees. The D-line for the riders. Be careful because they have lost Garrett Marino for four weeks. Get this, Dave. He tackled the former Oregon Duck quarterback, Jeremiah Masoli. Got him on the knees. Very, very dirty play. So the D-line for the riders is a bit off, but I do like the watermelon head riders to beat the Argos. And then I like the Tiger Cats to beat the Red Blacks as well in the other game. Well, you should note too. Yeah, he cheap shot at the quarterback, celebrated the injury, and uh, then um, I don't know what he said, st- said but it was a a racial a racial oh, uh, statement. Boy. So he got two he got two games two games for the hit, one game for the celebration, encouraging the crowd, and uh, another game for. No one knows what he said, but it was something about Samoan descent to 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 Masoli. Cool. Mm. You know, I'm surprised. Even people in Saskatchewan, where I'd figure, oh, you know, they'd be, they're actually mad. Locals are mad. They didn't cut him. They're like, just cut this guy. Like you're making us look yeah, exactly. bad. All right, Mick. So you got an AFL pick for us before we get you out of here, Mick? All right. Well, there is five games tonight, so you'll love that game right through to about five a.m. your time. My best bet is the Fremantle Dockers over the Sydney Swans at home. They're going along very nicely. Take the money line or minus 9.5 or 1 to 39. Take your choice. And a quick multi. The Dockers, the Hawks, 
and the Magpies, plus 177. So they would be my two best bets. Five games tonight. Stay up all night and watch it, because I know you sometimes do. So the Dockers are your best bet. Yeah, they're going along really nicely. It's at home over there in Perth. Swans are up and down. They're still okay, but the Dockers, whoa, they're sitting in third place, equal top. Very good team, well coached. They run the ball well. Good defense. Big buddy Franklin's back, and he might be leaving Sydney, but uh, I like that as the safest best bet. All right, minus one ninety on the money. What about your? Uh, what about uh, Adelaide and Collingwood? Well, I hope the Crows and you call them the Collie Wobblies, but I call them the Collie Wobbles. I think they will win. They got a bit of a scare last week from the North Melbourne Kangaroos. They've won seven in a row. Crows, I'm not happy with, as you know. Might be close, but I think the Magpies will get it done in Adelaide. Mick Aussie, good stuff, uh, Mick. Enjoy the games uh, this week. Uh, good videos with the Edmonton Elks. Keep it up. Mick's doing yeah. videos, uh, pick six videos for the Edmonton Elk organization. Nice to see the Elks. Listen, it's a, it, the league needs the Elks to be good. Like say, You guys got I a big agree. stadium. You got to get this thing going. So people should support the team, too. Uh, the young young talent. Cam's boy, Cornelius. That's why it's eating him up, man. Cornelius got it done. Yeah, he looks Oklahoma so happy State, after baby. the game last night too. Oh, no, <laughs> like, no, it was like I wish. Like I'm happy for the guy. It's like, come on, man. I wish we bet on them. <laughs> wow, I can't. I still can't believe what happened last night. I wouldn't be I, thinking I, about yeah, it if I wasn't looking at mixed green shock. right now. It's like, yeah, I, I'm in shock still. I, that, that I'm not a fan of it. Play. I mean, this really, he's holding up like <laughs> number one, like, holding up on. the foam finger. He's holding up yeah, the phone. He's, he's giving us the finger, in other words. He's giving us the yeah, finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's doing he's right now. Getting the finger a lot lately. Mick, what are you my, doing, Wayne? Freddy got fingered. That's my movie, man. I'm just getting it for me. Long season, Mick. Let's right. remember this. There's more football left to come. Uh, uh, well, hell of a team. I know that. <laughs> on a serious note, though, on a le- on the way out, though, on another note, uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. Hey, look, the Flames fell apart. They lost Johnny uh, Johnny Goudreau, but the Oilers, nice offseason. Yeah. You bring in Cam's goalie and Dan Campbell, and yep. uh, you get Evander Kane back. You yep. know what I mean? This team, man, they competed with Colorado. Like, they had yep. better goaltending. Who knows? You know what I mean? They were battling. Edmonton's scary, man. They're yep. scary right now. Yeah. Like, the Oilers, they're going to be in the mix again next year. Like, you got Dreisaitl, McDavid, and Kane, and the talent you guys got, you're in the mix. Ooh, really happy Kane Kane signed. What's going on in this football game? Dave, look at Dave. Yeah. Dirty Dave. Dirty oh, Dave. Help, buddy. <laughs> help me, Dirty Dave. I Can need we help a winner. You? Yeah, <laughs> we need some hits. We need some hits. We're Don Mattingly, the batting coach, the manager of the Marlins. Come on, Don. You're right. Oh. You're, Dave, you're right. You're going to rip us. Like, how, how come Donnie Baseball gets a free pass? This team, they got, they got wicked pitching. Oh, and they, they, every night, it's the same crap with these guys. Can you give them a couple runs? They got wicked. Pitching. He's gonna get fired. I mean, he's he's gonna get fired. He's worse than what they want to fire him already. Oh yeah, yeah. Trust yeah. me, he sucks. Manningly, like I, he'll get through the there, year. Man. He won't be the manager next year. Like he needs to win. I agree, Gabe. Yeah, yeah Dave. They wow. fired like the scouting department. They fired everybody. He just scored a touchdown. Six, Whoa. seven, three stamps. Oh wow! Here we go. Was that my boy Henry at eleven to one? No, it might be. No, Bagleton. I was going to take Bagleton, too. Bagleton and cheese. I was thinking about uh, I had a bagel. Uh, I had a bagel today. I'm like, Bagleton. You, I honestly got a snap. It's always a guy. Hello. It is. 
Don't want to see Marenzi? I almost clicked it, and we started the show. I just what didn't get like in on 22 the, to 1? Bagleton, what oh, was no, it? He, 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 16. Like 16. 16 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, see, this is what I swear to God, I was going to click them. That was my guy. Get my guy. They get this first touchdown prop. They're all around it, and then some guy scores. He's down. Thank God. No, Give it to anybody down. else but Bagleton. Give it to Kadeem Perry. Uh, I don't now, care. Now the, back, the quarterback's going to come in and get it. What's What's this guy doing with the hat now? What's he doing? What is he? What is Mick doing? What's what going is that? on, Mick? What is that? He's still putting the, the elk. How much money we lost last night. I think he's down right before the goal line. They're going to punch it in anyways, but I think he's okay. I think he's down. I like that. I'm just I, I was watching the Blue Jay game. I flipped it quick. They say touchdown, but yeah, you're probably you're right. So we'll see. Because I was really I was bagel 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 bagel. Bagel. oh bagel. I thought you said bagel 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 bagel. Yeah, it's like bagel, bagel. except with an A with an E. Like bagel, it's a bagel with the T O N on the end. Yeah, bagel time. Yes, that's uh, that's what it is. Bagelton. Bagleton and cheese. Yeah, I love Sweet. a Bagleton and cheese right now. Seven three. Well, we're off and running in this game. I think it's going to be a fun track meet of a game tonight. Could, could be, could be interesting. Uh. <laughs> All right, so we got to uh, our best bets on the other side on the way out. Should that should be interesting. Well, that was again a lot of fun on New York Sports Grid TV with Gabe Cam and Dave Sherapan. So you can watch that on mcozzie.tv slash AFL or slash CFL, my edit on YouTube. But what really sucked is my best bet of the week was terrible. I can't believe this. The Sydney Swans in Perth beat the Fremantle Dockers. Actually won quite well. Let's have a look here. What are they won by 17 points? 82 to 65. So that wasn't good. And get this, the North Melbourne Kangaroos upset the Richmond Tigers 92 to 88 after they replaced Noble as coach and they got the win. And then I woke up this morning to... Uh, Port Adelaide Power Pap Smears losing to the Melbourne Demons. I went for that one and didn't get that. But the big upset, the Essendon Bombers, who were terrible until the last few weeks. So they were terrible when the matches counted. They beat the Gold Coast Suns, who came off a great win last week over the Tigers with a kick by Noah Anderson after the siren to win. Well, they got smashed by the Essendon Bombers, 103-55. to 55. So now the Suns and the Port Adelaide Powers, Pap Smears, two that I thought would win, are going to make it really, really tough to make the AFL finals starting in, oh, about five or six weeks. So it's going to be a great run to the finals with quite a few teams still in the hunt. The CFL, well, I got the, um, got the Bombers winning easily. They did win in the end over the Stampeders. Not by a lot. That was a good game Friday night. And then the uh, Argos beat the Riders out there in Halifax. So missed that one. But I got the Tiger Cats beating the Red Blacks. Whoa, Mikey and the boys at Podsky Wee and all my Tiger Cat mates. They would have been pretty nervous because they hadn't won a game yet. And to be beaten by the Red Blacks would have been terrible. So good on the Tiger Cats getting their first win of the year. 
because they've been in the Grey Cup the last two years. Well, missed because of COVID, and they've been runners-up. Haven't won since 1999, sadly. They've been in a few Grey Cups since then and lost. And check out my movie, Football Fan Frenzy, where I'm in the locker rooms with the Tiger Cat players in 1999 and all that craziness and fun from the Grey Cup. Still my favourite segment, I think, of the whole movie. About 20 minutes from that Grey Cup and then there's more CFL as well. So let me know if you want the password to watch my... Sports, comedy, movie, football fan frenzy. You don't have to like sports. It is comedy at sporting events, as I kept telling everyone at the Banff World Media Festival. So let's now go to my segment with Yank on the footy from Thursday. So we're talking AFL news. And then if you want the full segment, I was on for about 45 minutes each Thursday now. Go to Yank on the Footy, A Yank on the Footy, and you can listen to the whole podcast. So in my podcast, I include the segments with the AFL news and some CFL chat. I don't include a detailed run-through of the picks for each game. You can get that on A Yank on the Footy. So hopefully enjoy my AFL talk and spit a CFL talk with A Yank on the Footy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I am thrilled to be joined again by Mick Aussie from MickAussie.tv. Mick, how you doing, sir? Yes, good, mate, and uh, looking forward to another round of AFL. And Oh, this is interesting. I went 7-2 and two last week, luckily, but the girlfriend didn't even ask my advice. She went 8-1 and one straight up, and she won our wow. family competition. So wow. Quite amazing, eh? Which, which game did she get wrong? Ah, let me think. I'm going to guess the D's and the cats. No, no, she got that one right. Oh, uh, I think I think it was the uh, bombers. She oh. didn't pick the bombers. Okay, well, that's understandable. Yeah, that's understandable. So, well, yeah, we've got you know a couple things in the news. Of course, you know the biggie. Uh, first off, is you know David Noble is out. Uh, you know, he's a. Uh, He's now a former senior coach of the uh, North Melbourne Kangaroos. Uh, kind of a no-win situation for him, literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah. What a what a mess they are. But amazingly, Saturday night here about nine thirty, the game came on. So I thought, ah, oh, better watch it. And I'm glad I did because they were actually playing very well, mm-hmm. up by a few goals against the Collie Wobble Magpies. Even though I picked the Magpies, I was hoping the Roos won. So they had a really good game, didn't they? And only just lost by yeah. seven or eight points. So a yeah. uh, bit of weird timing after their good effort last Saturday night. It's a, it's a uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with that with that club and whoever gets that job because you know I. I still am not convinced that 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 club is as bad as their record. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's just I, I, I there's more talent there than what they have shown. You know, with, on the fixture this year, I think. Well, Malcolm Blight, who I often mention because I listen to their great uh, Sports Day SA show every morning, he says there's seven really good players. 
slash players with a lot of potential and four or five of those are in key positions. So he thinks it's a good opportunity for a coach to come in with the talent there to build on. But that said, the club's in a mess. They get those millions of dollars from Tasmania right now. Well, that might change. So interesting. But hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, one team I wouldn't like to be coaching is uh, West Coast Eagles because they're in for a big rebuild for sure. I think I think you're right on that one, yeah, because it's a uh... – they're there, and I've mentioned this, and uh, you know, when I was doing solo episodes uh, before, but you know, the the Eagles were very much in a similar position to Geelong in terms of their age profile, but nobody ever seemed to talk about the Eagles being a little older side. They always joked about the Cats being, you know, the the seasoned citizens, if you will. And uh, well, granted, you know, knock on wood, you know, the health and safety protocols have uh, not necessarily hit the Cats this year, and hopefully they don't. But you know they've weathered the storm all right oh yeah and absolutely right now they're sitting as premiership favorites so that's uh that's good for you i'm i'm a uh again i'm a cleveland sports fan i don't uh i i i don't i don't think anything is going to happen until after every player that has won the game has showered and is dressed and is on the bus to head back to the airport to fly home uh i don't i don't i don't think it's a win until that's happened I'm, I'm just, I've been snake bit too many times. Yeah. So got a couple of key forwards who have some contract situations going on there. One, your guy, Tex Walker from the Crows signed on for one more year. So it looks, you know, like he might be a crow for life. Well, you know, big Texan, he's been a great player for the Crows, my favorite team on the negative. He's, I'm going to blame him for the first person sticking his mouth guard in his sock when he shoots for goal. You know, I don't like that. And so many players uh-huh. have unfortunately followed him. But look at him. I mean, he is one of the best accurate kicks for a mm-hmm. big fella I've ever seen, whether it's for goal, for a long shot, or running around on the ground. Terrific player. And, uh, yeah, good on him for staying in Adelaide. I'm sure he got offered more money somewhere else on a two-year contract. But he's got young kids and he's married in Australia, so that's a smart decision. Yeah, I can, I can I can completely understand that, yeah. And the other key forward that, you know, I have a feeling they're going to work this out and figure something out because it's just the first it's just the, the, the first shots being fired in this uh, discussion, if you will. But, uh, you know, the Swans have, you know, said have offered significantly less than uh, than what Buddy has been making, and you know the reports are Buddy's saying, "Well, I'll take my services elsewhere," you know, a la LeBron James, if you will. Um, <laughs> well, Buddy, you can compare him to LeBron in the fact that he's so big and so dominant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to see him play live. I haven't. Um, but yeah, I did hear they offered him five hundred thousand, which is less for the next year. And someone was saying on the radio yesterday that his wife is kind of acting as an agent somewhat. So mm-hmm. maybe we need to uh, keep her out of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope he finishes his career at the Swans. Well, here's a dumb question: if, You know, if she's acting as his agent, does he get a discount? <laughs> well, sounds like she wants more and she's trying to make a bit of a name for herself. But, hey, I, I want to keep out of that one. Well, that, I mean, there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that because, you know, I, I can certainly see, you know, that, you know, that maybe that's the, uh, you know, his post playing career is where she, she steps into that, 
into that role. That kind of be that'd be kind of fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know the full details. I did just hear that on, I think it was that AFL podcast, one mm-hmm. of them. But I believe she's a model in Sydney and uh, so forth. So they're obviously doing quite well financially and good right, on right. them. So, you ready to dive into the games? We've got, we've actually got nine games to talk about this week instead of the uh, the eight we've had for the last couple of weeks here. It is going to be a fun week, and I, and I'm hoping that. Uh, I'm, I'm hope. I mean, I know I'll watch the cats for sure, but again, you know, we've got, you know, you know, an interesting weekend this weekend. Cause I, you know, I've got my, my daughter's flying in from North Carolina today and my son is flying in from Rhode Island tomorrow. And then he's turning around and flying back out back to Rhode Island Saturday, late Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening. And then my daughter will head back Sunday morning to head back to North Carolina. You know, Cause they're going to be here for my uncle's funeral. Um, just a bit of a bit of a hectic weekend. So it's uh, I'm hoping to watch as many games as I can, because it'll be a nice distraction, but also, you know, I've got, you know, got a lot of family that's going to be in town for this. So it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be the first time I've had both my kids at, at, the, at the house at the same time in almost three years. So. Well, I listened, to your, I listened to your show on Tuesday. Very interesting with your uncle and yeah. uh, your great mate. So I hope, Hope it goes as best it can in the yeah. circumstances. Yeah. And folks, if, if you haven't listened to episode 186, I do hope you'll go back to listen to it. Um, you know, I did pay tribute to my uncle there, but the other half of that, and I was, you know, was this, this thing that we're trying to do for my mom for her birthday, her 80th birthday coming up here. And I had tried to keep that episode a secret from her. Uh yeah, so when I shared it, yeah, she's on my email list. So when a new episode comes out, it gets sent to her. I didn't send it to her for that episode. I I did not add her to when I posted it on on Facebook. I, I I made sure I blocked her on that so she wouldn't see it. Of course, I went to her house yesterday morning and popped in, and there she is sitting at the computer listening to that episode. So she, she found it anyway. Oh wow! <laughs> so she the cat is out out of the bag. So we have to certainly double down. And uh, yeah, so if you if you haven't listened to one eighty six, we're we're doing a little uh, thing with my mom's eightieth birthday. Um, and I, I do hope you'll you'll go back and, and take a listen to that. I won't rehash it here. It's a very short episode, uh, but you know your help with it would be would be tremendous. Anybody that, that wants to do that. So absolutely wonderful lady. So Mick, where can people find you, sir? All right. Uh, TV. That's M Y K A U S S I E. Mick Aussie Twitter and uh, doing some little bit of work for the CFL Edmonton Elks up here. So a video is going up today where I do a pick six and a bit of comedy involved. So Pretty excited about that because they're a very famous, long-running um, CFL franchise. Warren Moon won many Grey Cups up here. Mm-hmm. Crowds are down a little bit, unfortunately, but excited to be doing a little bit of work for them. They approached me, which was really cool. So, uh, yeah, on Twitter a lot, as you are. So looking forward to the CFL this weekend and also, of course, all the AFL will be really exciting as we head towards the finals. So who do the Elks have this week? Well, they're in Montreal to play the Montreal Alouettes, and the Alouettes have actually got an Aussie uh, punter. There's a okay. couple up here, so there's been a few Aussie punters up here. Um, and as you know, they're all over this, the uh, NCAA as well. So hopefully the Elks can uh, do a bit better because they've had a bit of a rough start 
But they got a new coach back again. And he, interestingly, Chris Jones is his name. Mm -hmm. He actually spent some time recently as a coach at your Cleveland Browns about two years ago. Okay. So he's, he's done very well up here in the CFL. Terrific. Controversial guy. But I uh, I do like him. He's a nut. They they're all nuts. All these NFL and CFL <laughs> coaches they're they're a bit wacko. They get up at four o'clock in the morning, like you know what I mean. Hey, I get up at five, so I but I <laughs> but you know what I, I I could sleep I could sleep until noon and still be a nut, uh, <laughs> which uh, which I haven't done that this year. I, I actually I slept in. Two days ago, I slept until seven o'clock in the morning, which was the latest I've gotten up, and I couldn't tell you how long. Wow! It was, oh, it was yeah. I, I I really enjoyed that, but part of it is I don't want to stay up. Uh, you know, I, I you know since I teach, I'm not working in the summer. I, I I worked summer jobs for like twenty of the twenty eight years that I've been teaching, and I just haven't the last couple of you know, the last few years. And well, my wife is still heading off to work every morning, and I. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but I, I just I I kind of feel guilty about continuing to just snore away while she's getting up to get to work. So I'll I'll get up in the morning, at least putter around the house, go out and work in the garden. I mean, I have I have about 50 pots that are placed around my garden right now that I have to go plant as soon as we wrap up here. So that's where I'm headed here in just a few minutes to head out into the sunshine and get some plants plants into the ground. So hey Mick. A lot of fun. This should be a great round. Um, we might get some clarity in the uh, those bottom five. A couple clubs might drop off. A couple might jump up. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happened. But, hey, great chatting with you, sir. Any other words of wisdom before we wrap up here? Uh, yes. Kids, don't put your mouth guard in your sock when you're shooting for gold because it will unbalance you and it's <laughs> unnecessary and it's unhealthy. <laughs> and good luck to your cats in the game of the round against the Carlton Blues. So have a great weekend. Well, it's good a now, weekend as you can, mate. Let me ask you this. Would it be acceptable? Would it be acceptable for you to put your mouthpiece into the sock of the guy who's manning the mark <laughs> to throw him off balance? <laughs> honestly i've said this before <laughs> mouth guards are custom made yeah. it shouldn't upset you at all i never saw anyone ever doing it when i played yeah. so i just can't understand it but too many of them do it but i was refing up here and the lad did it and i told him if he do it, does it again I'll pay a free kick against him, and yet he never done it again. I wasn't meant to say that, but I did. I just said, "Hey, I can make up the rules here on this one." <laughs> so, do you think it has to do with being on camera when you're taking a set shot? I don't know because, like I said, the only time you should take your mouth guard out is to spray it with some water. Yeah. You're so comfortable. I I totally don't get it. I'll blame yeah. Tex Walker for setting that trend. Yeah. He's a great player, though. <laughs> yep. All righty. Well, hey, Mick, have a fantastic Thursday, sir. Car All right. Carpe diem, man. Take it easy. Good. Talk Same to you, to you soon. mate. Yep. Have a great weekend. You bet. Cheers. All right, I'm absolutely chuffed to have had uh, Mick join me today. It's been a rough week here um, in my neck of the woods, as as you know. I you know having lost my uncle and uh, dealing with with all of the things related to that. 
but it's it's nice to be able to talk some footy. Uh, very much excited about watching a few of the games this weekend. Yeah, a couple in particular I hope to not miss, of course, the Cats and Carlton. And uh, Fremantle-Sydney are going to be absolute uh, must-watches. I'm really excited about those. So again, folks, if you head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com, you can find everything you need about the podcast. Uh, you can find links to all my socials on there as well. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. So if you enjoyed that, each Thursday now during the AFL season, I am on a Yank on the Footies podcast. You'll find him online, on Twitter. Read my tweets, you'll find him. He does a great job. He's been following the AFL for only six or seven years. And he's up to, what was that, episode 180-something, 87 or 88, something like that. He does a fantastic job. Does two podcasts a week, and I'm on now every Thursday as we run through the latest AFL news, world footy news, other Aussie rules footy news from around Australia, and then we do all the tips and detailed talking about each game. Well, the Banff Media Festival was fantastic about a month ago. Hopefully you can check out my movie trailer and then message me and I can get you the password to watch my sports comedy movie, Football Fan Frenzy it's called, getting amazing ratings out of 38 plus ratings for entertainment i have an average of 8.95 now even if my friends have exaggerated a little bit that's still a rating of 8 out of 10 and there's lots more we can do to it so hopefully i've connected with the right people at the banff world media festival and continuing on linkedin and so forth where i can get an investor adam sandler (laughs) hopefully And we keep some of the parts, we reenact some of the parts, and we add new content from CFL, this year's Grey Cup, and other sporting events. So check that out. Also on my website, the new one, mickozzy.tv, there's an email sign-up list. I do a a once-a-week email, which I did twice this week, promoting the Edmonton Elks Pick 6 competition. Oh, I got great feedback on the, uh, the corn. (laughs) the corn on the cob so sign up to my email list and hopefully you enjoy my sports and sports comedy on mickozzy.tv on twitter a lot at mickozzy have a great week over and out and remember kids don't put your mouth guard in your sock when you line up for goal in aussie football seriously it annoys the hell out of me why do it there's no need to The mouth guards are so well made, they're custom made, and like I said with Yank on the footy, you should only take your mouth guard out when you want to wash some water, have a drink. It upsets you, it is off-balancing physics, extra weight in that one leg, not really, but that's what I'm saying, but it might get in the way, it's protruding out of your sock, it's ridiculous stupid habit and i'm going to start a list of all the afl players that put their mouth guard in their sock when they shoot for goal on a set shot it's unhealthy and it really annoys me i don't know about you other guys but it annoys the hell out of me but hey i'm staying positive very little negativity 
on mcozzy.tv. Have a great week and uh, maybe see you at the CFL Elks game in the end zone under the scoreboard. We have a lot of fun and hopefully they can win. I don't think they will, but hopefully they can put up a good performance against the reigning Grey Cup champions, the Winterpeg Blue Bombers. <laughs>